Oh shit, we're back. Back. It's like we never left. We just brought on <laughs> another person from last week. We did. Might change clothes. You never know. Anyways, <laughs> hey, it's myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes. We've got Tony Stats and Info, Lance, and then of course Josh Motherfucking Chambers. And you guys have where else? You're at the Challenge Fandom Podcast, where we're going to be breaking down episode number two of Challenge 39, Battle for a New Champion. Two lungs, one heart, two kidneys, one liver, <laughs> two knees, ten toes, can't lose. Let's go. Boom. That might have been slightly improvised, but... You know. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it sounded accurate. Yeah, I mean, two eyes. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what the title was. It was. I mean, it was just, it was like head, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. <laughs> I don't know. I We've got kids. I can dig it. Like we've been saying, you know, titles of anything are not their strong suit. And no. I'm going to put it out there right now. Tony was fucking right. He was using the brain last week and he called it in how they're going to name these fucking dailies, mm -hmm. which is they're going to include control on everything. <laughs> and they didn't disappoint this week either. I'm going to be honest, like whole control. <laughs> I was like, man, they're going to have a hard time with that one. Yeah. And then straight with a basketball reference. So I'm not mad about it. It was just an ad for Imodium. <laughs> 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 Nothing like a poop joke to get us started. Let's go, guys. I am ready now. Before we dive into it, if you were going to grade this episode, what grade would you give it? Um, I, I'd go with a, a D plus, C minus. Yeah. 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 Okay. Something. Yeah. Right. Around I would. There. I would give a call to um to its parents to let them know that they were talking too much in class. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was eighty percent of the episode. I literally. Okay. I. I'm very excited about this season, <laughs> and I'm glad that they're showing a little bit. I, I just want to start off on the positive. You're there. Like, I'm very. I'm still very. I like stuff. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Stuff's me. cool. I'm a fan of the challenge. <laughs> I like the challenge. Okay. And I am actually really excited for this season. But this episode, like there were so there were so many times throughout it that I was just like, oh, my God, like how much of this episode is left? Like, are we going to can we fucking get to the deliberation already? Like and then it was more and more and more. And I was just like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my mind. I was like, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this episode. I did. I'm just happy that they, that we got 90 minutes because we needed it. We needed all 90 minutes no, of this 40 no. minute episode. I'm going to be honest. We need 90 minutes in the fucking final. For the final, guys. We, yeah. Yeah, we did not mean all the episodes. No. no. And look, especially in the beginning when there's only... There's multiple stories going on in the house, but you guys only focus on fucking Hurricane Jay and Chauncey for the foreshadow, the whole goddamn <laughs> for episode. Real. But we never hear about anything about what the Europeans are trying to say as far as like, oh, what happens if we burn and then he can't pick us? We have to hear that third yeah. hand or second hand from fucking Kylan. It's probably fourth hand. Like Kylan heard, heard it from Melissa, yeah. who heard it from fucking James, who heard it from <laughs> Huey, who got it from Tori. <laughs> I mean, God, yeah, darn it. It was just it was a lot. I think the only thing that we've actually like gained from all of the conversations is that there's a division drawn between the UK and the USA, except that Jay also listed like three people that are on UK that are also kind of with him. 
but then he didn't mention Kieran, but then Kieran was also in the room with them like 20 minutes later having a conversation. He lists a USA team and then immediately says Colleen. It's like, bro, Colleen's from Germany. Yeah, that's not that's not US. Also, I understand Chauncey was in the room with him. But then when he did the confessional, it's not like Chauncey was there with him. He never said Chauncey's name, but Chauncey was in that big circle. Like it wasn't until he was like, I'm not really sure about Chauncey yet, but he was already in the circle from, I don't know, the weather network or whatever the hell it was from. <laughs> He's sitting there staring at um, Chauncey the whole time while he was in the yeah. room, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought Brad had the crazy eyes. <laughs> Power. I'm not doing coke, I promise. Welcome to the <laughs> Nightmare <laughs> Podcast. Yeah, fuck, right? dude. Anybody got a fucking Benadryl? <laughs> uh, that's how you know you're hitting that upper age where you're like, what kind of drugs do you like? NyQuil. NyQuil. Benadryl. <laughs> ibuprofen. Yeah, ibuprofen's my favorite. That's the best. I should have taken some tonight, honestly. Anyway. I've been in the Hall's calf drop cherries. What's a calf drop? Is that like a workout? <laughs> a calf drop. <laughs> Cough. Okay, so you don't know about this because you're in Canada, but calf drops are delicious. Okay. <laughs> Is that like cow tipping? It's similar, yes. No, yeah, I, I, I couldn't talk, <laughs> right? Sorry. Anyways, <laughs> damn, we're all bad. <laughs> it's just going to be one of those episodes like, yeah. I'm not feeling that great. Karina's getting over something, so am I. And anyways. So, yeah, no, I agree. I think at the end of the day, my overall grade for this like if if we're going like letter grades, I'm going to say C. Yeah. yeah um, but if C, we're going C like minus. elementary, because that's what this episode felt like, they get like an S or an S minus. It's, <laughs> it's not quite satisfactory. It's not unsatisfactory, but it's not quite satisfactory. It, right. it was a fairly like middling episode. Like there's yeah. we learned some things about the format from it. We learned some things about the dynamics in the house. But most of that stuff was learned in like 30 second increments, which does not a 90 minute episode make. <laughs> I get Creed. <laughs> and, and look, I know we're really early into this season, obviously two episodes in. Yeah. But I feel like this is something that the challenge producers struggle with, which is telling a story from beginning to end and having it all line up. Right. Yeah. And it should be fairly easy because you have one person that's in it from the beginning to end. Right. But you don't want to give it away. And I, I get that. Yeah. But they're at the point where they can't even continue a storyline from last week, except for in the very beginning. Like, they're like, oh, is it going to, you know, last week, it's got to be girls and guys. And, mm-hmm. and that's how we're going to do this. Like, we got to go after the. And then the very next episode. Okay. Yeah. So we're all Team USA and fuck the international <laughs> squad, <laughs> women or men. Like, that doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Olivia, Kylan, all of us were. Mm, we, we're in this shit. Yeah. And then we get, is it a guy's day? Oh, okay. Yeah. No international versus USA. Let's go. And it's like, so why did we even learn about this guys and girls thing? Because right. it's obviously not playing in. Like you wasted 90 minutes of my time. It felt like. It's because they hadn't, they hadn't established the country lines at that point. They just added to, yeah. I, I just feel like it, it feels like right now the country lines are more important than the men versus women. So why not introduce that? And then this is kind of like a backdrop. You know what I mean? Like you have the ability. You guys you, fucking production uses voiceovers from 10 years ago in current episodes. So why can't we fucking make an accurate storyline that actually tells something like that's my thing with Survivor is you get a storyline. 
you get a beginning and end. You watch, you know, the underdog make it to the final and win, or you get the, you know, the guy that just dominates and has a great season all season. Like you get that storyline where with the challenge, it's just like, oh, here's all these other people and nothing that really matters. And halfway through the season, here we go. Let's go. Right. Because they could have ran away with it being another guys or being another um, women's um, elimination this week. Easily. They had the numbers to do it. Yeah. So they had to create another way to be like, okay, well, let's switch things up and make sure it's going to be a guys. Yeah. yeah or something. Exactly. Because it, that made, I, have, I agree with you. That just made zero sense. It, it, it's my biggest strife or I don't know if that's a word I want to use, but it, it's, it, it <laughs> grinds my gears. I'm just putting that out there. there you go. I mean, and I love this show and I want it to be great. And I think they have some really good characters that, are pushing the storyline along with Jay. And I, I do find it amusing that with Jay, like he always is in the midst, like he's running the house. Yeah. But I feel like Jay's just like the one that's put on front street as running the house, but he's really not running right. that house. Right. I really feel like the women are controlling this house. Oh, right now. Yeah. Yeah. It, their social gameplay is just to me better from what I've seen. Like, and what I'm really referencing is Olivia, Narice, uh, you know, those core group Mariah, of Ryan dies. Mariah's Raven. Well, maybe not Raven, but Michelle. Um, those are the ones that I feel like are really pushing the direction of this house. Anyways, we get into the intro. Thanks for tuning um, in. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the show, folks. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, no, we Good get night. It's the intro. We get in big T says, oh, it's got to be a guy's day. And then it, it gets mentioned one more time. So there's how important it is after that we get like you guys were talking about jay and yeah. chauncey talking you know saying they're working together for the u.s alliance uh we also hear chauncey talk about how he doesn't trust jay at all which i mean at first i felt like it was out of left field and then you know they clip back to the part where jay said that they were layups and all this shit yeah so i get it but yeah like in that situation, you're just going to say like, whatever, right? Like Chauncey's yeah. not going to be like, bro, no, go fuck yourself. Or, you know, and same for Jay. Yep. To me, this is like one of my main gripes about having this many. I know they're, they're vets. Like there's no actual rookies yep. on this season. Right. But there's no actual real vets on here. And this is where like, I think I miss a Jordan dynamic or a Zach dynamic where they'll sit there and look at someone and be like, no, bro, fuck you. I'm not working with you. Yeah. You know, they don't pull the, the fucking, oh, yeah, let's all toe the line just to kind of get through. Right. Or like CT, tell me why I should pick you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's like my one real gripe about the way this is casted. Yeah. But otherwise, I really enjoyed, you know, the dynamic we're getting. Well, and I just also want to say, like, even though like I I wasn't a huge fan of this episode, it, it just it was still very messy. And, it was, you know, yeah. and that's something like we've been missing a lot of lately. So and like I've already complained about the like amount of stuff actually going on in the episode. But that doesn't mean that I'm not interested in the season. I still really like the concept of not having vets in the house because it allows everybody else. To play their own game, not to just play the exact same game that we see rinse, lather, repeat. So it's nice to see the different things that are coming up and then absolutely tanking and then a new plan will come up and then that will also tank. So you've got all of the mess because they're trying to figure out what works 
And so far, they've been very consistent in what doesn't work. I mean, look, here's my thing is like, I feel like the game on the challenge is always the same game. You know, yeah. we're, we're still seeing it. You know, mm-hmm. it's instead it's of different people. Yeah. It, instead of rookies this season, it's let's get the international people out as quickly yeah. as possible and make this an American. The, the one thing that you can hang on to. Yeah. And, and that's my thing is, you know, and but I do get what you're saying, because I think there is like a group of like 10 challenger vets that come back and have been back quite often that always group together. Yeah. And it's kind of been repetitive. And that's why when I'm mentioning vets, I'm thinking like a Zach Nichols, who isn't really a part of that group, right. a, a Jordan who who aligns with them sometimes, but doesn't, you know, he still does his own thing. And, and maybe it's not a vet we're missing. We're just missing that. That type of character, you know what I mean? Right. That mentality. Yeah. yeah. You know, a poly almost, you know, someone that's not going to just toe the line. Right. Right. So, um, I mean, the the intro was pretty cool cut and dry we get into the daily pretty quick Mm -hmm. and i mean this is the part i've been waiting for all episode because it's ball control baby (laughs) my god (laughs) i knew you were excited for that i can't wait for ball conquest (laughs) yeah they are struggling once again ball chaos i wonder if next week's daily is going to have something to do with a poll so we're going to get like poll control and then like Pole chaos and pole conquest. Right. <laughs> Just saying. They're setting us up. They're 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 gonna give us something really immature, and I'm not gonna be able to contain myself. Yeah. I'm, I fair. already know. All right. So do you want to explain the daily or are we just going under the assumption that the audience has already seen the episode? We're gonna assume they've seen it. All right. Just roll with great. it. Great. Does anybody think that this fucking daily was way too fucking hard. Like yes. I wouldn't expect them to get this yes. with 45 minutes to do it. I don't. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I get that they're playing for 50 grand. Like I understand that they've said it enough. Cool. But they're putting ridiculous time limits on it. Like 10 minutes to do the first challenge on day one. Dumb. 23 minutes to do this. Yeah. Like here's the thing. Like it would be different. It would still be difficult, but it would be different if we actually had teams or partners or whatever the fuck, because at least in that situation, everybody who didn't go first has the opportunity to see what somebody else has done by putting the format in as a whole team going forward. What they're basically doing is putting everybody in the thick of it, having only heard the instructions and then having to figure out what it is on the day. Because everybody says you don't want to be the first group to go. You want to be able to see at least one other group go. Instead, you're like, here, all of you go play. I'm sure it'll be fine. It took them 15 to 20 minutes to figure out how to do the rope. I looked at it like this. Difficulty level 100. Yeah. Ability to, to finish it. 20. <laughs> as soon as as soon as he explained what happened. And as soon as I saw them talking, I, I knew they weren't going to complete it. I, I, I thought that they were going to get more than the three balls, but. Oh, see, I didn't even think they'd get three. Like when he said that they got three balls, I was like, oh, damn, they got three of them in. I was like, dang, you guys yeah. go get it. I mean, like, yeah, proud of you guys. <laughs> and here's the thing is it's a simple change of the rules. Instead of making each person put in their individual ball, just make it where you get one person up there and they can put in all the balls. Wait, you have one shooter. Yeah. 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 Like that makes it feasible or make it where instead of having two ropes, you have one rope. You just have to get everybody that's not on a rope up onto the fucking 
board for any of the balls to count. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. almost like that. Uh, gosh, I, I can't remember exactly what season it's from. I want to say maybe one of the like the gauntlets or the infernos. Um, but Josh, you'll probably remember this. You guys might too, but there was like rings hanging in the air and they had to get their whole team up on the rings. And then Derek was the shooter and he was shooting the basketballs into the net that was like out in front of the top ring. I'm going to, if you guys are listening right now, you're going to be watching the clip. Um, yeah, but it's, it, it, that's what it reminded me of. And that's what I originally thought it was. And then TJ was like, Oh no, you all, whoever's name is on the ball has to be the person that throws it in. And I was like, what? What? Yeah, the minute that clarification yeah. was made, you knew it was over. I'm like that, that. That would take them like an hour, dude. Like, <laughs> like I think a 45 minute time limit would have been would have been fair based on the rules. Yeah. Or based on the time limit, you make it where only one shooter. Yeah. Yes. That I agree. then it's feasible, but the fact that they got three was super impressive. There were some there were some highlights during this. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Olivia's a fucking beast, dude. Yeah. A fucking beast. Cause I would have, I would have punched James right in the fucking nuts. He's a big dude. Like, bro, if you put your fucking shoe in my face one more time, just what? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I, mean? I didn't realize how big James was until we got to the elimination. He was standing next to Kylan and he was still like a full head and shoulders above Kylan. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus, he could have, he could have just clipped in and then they would have gone up three notches because they could have just climbed James. And that's my thing in this whole, in this whole daily is why aren't your biggest guys at the bottom? Well, that was supposed to be the plan. Yeah. But, but instead, then we ended up with Horacio as one of the anchors. Yeah. Which I think that was the rope James was on. If I'm not no, mistaken, was he no, on the other he one? Was on, it was on the one with like Asaf and Kyland and Norris. So Kyle, so yeah. Kylan was probably the anchor over there, but it's no, like it, it was someone no, else. No, Horacio was the anchor. Wasn't Jay on the bottom? Maybe. It, I think it was Jay, was on, it the Jay on the bottom. Yeah, and it then, was Horacio and Jay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then because it was Jay, and then I'm trying to, I don't remember who the second person was, but then it was Olivia, and then it was Jay. Yeah, that was just crazy. Yeah. I was like shocked that they like had James like climb up people like that with just how big he is. It was just. The Hulk was a nice touch. It, it was. That was hilarious, to <laughs> be honest. Yeah. Said, Complete though, with the blue shorts. When she goes, I never, I, like, when I pictured James climbing on top of me, this was not <laughs> this it. This was not how I imagined it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, fucking Olivia, dude. Congratulations. Oh Once again, bringing the confessionals. Yeah, well, yeah. She always delivers on confessionals. Always. I was surprised that Chauncey wasn't able to get up on that. Like, because I feel like he has the arm strength that he should be able to climb that rope. Yeah. You know what I mean? To get himself in a position, you know, yeah. and that he wasn't able to was really surprising. Yeah, I was I was really shocked by that. And he could have just slipped too. like I didn't see. Obviously, you saw the footage of like Nuri struggling to get hers clipped on. But then when Chauncey fell or like slid down, I didn't really see much of his struggling with the clip. I just basically saw him climb up and then him slide back down. Yeah. Well, there wasn't a knot above him. So, I mean, he's wet trying to climb rope. Plus, he's a shorter. He's like one of the shorter people on the cast. Yeah. Right. He's standing on somebody while trying to clip in and he just slides right on down. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's a good point. I didn't even think of that as far as if there wasn't a knot above there to get a grip on it. Yeah, that's you a know. really good point. Yeah. But on the counter side, like then you get 
Raven talking about a Manuel holding her up so she can clip in <laughs> and then climbs right up behind her and doesn't even fucking touch her. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Manuel's a freak. He <laughs> is, dude. He's he's impressive. I don't care what anybody says. I know there's some Emmanuel haters out there. Why? And that's fine. Y'all, y'all can y'all can do your thing. Whatever. It's fine. Being wrong is totally fine. Yeah, exactly. But I would just like to say, yeah, I, I highly disagree with you. He's a badass. I love Emmanuel. I, I believe you speak for the the entire podcast when you say that. And if not, then <laughs> at Biodomer on Instagram. Exactly. Um, well, speaking of speaking of Emmanuel, um, he posted something on Instagram the other day. And I was like, dude, you're too far away to teach me how to dance. What the hell? And he responded. He's like, in two years, I'll have my visa. I'll come teach you. I was like, that's awesome. Bet. <laughs> dude, he's so cool. There's no amount of professional help that could give me rhythm to dance. I'm just putting that out there right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I got the two step and the overbite. That's what I got. There you go. <laughs> you know what I wasn't surprised by, by, though? What's that? That Huey's butt got in the way of him getting up again. Like, is this not what happened in the elimination? He needs to go back to the doctor and tell him to put helium in that ass so he rises. <laughs> just like, tell him right and now. I'm just saying, I love Huey and I love his big old booty, but it was just, I was just like, oh my God, not again. Like, not again. Let's not get stuck trying to go up again. And yeah. <sighs> I mean, look, I think we can sit here and we can talk about every single person, how they did or didn't do, but at the end of the day, they got three balls in. So they made six grand instead of 50 Woo. grand. I know. Um, I loved how TJ said that, though. He was like, congratulations. And they're like, yeah. yeah. And then the, the ticker <laughs> just goes up like six grand. It's great. <laughs> six grand is better than zero. It is, but still. Like everybody did shit on Chauncey for like falling. When Melissa got to the top, there was a minute and 55 left on the, the timer. So she was there for two minutes, not getting off the rope. Yep, cost them two thousand dollars at least, though, because there could have at been least. yeah, because that would have been. And I mean, like, I get it, heights over water, not cool, but like, that's two minutes of just the clock ticking. Yeah, while somebody is not getting off the rope and not collecting the two thousand dollars for them, and also possibly there could have been one or two other people that could have done it within that time frame. But everybody focused on Chauncey. And even like, I love huh. Melissa. I love Norris. I love Chauncey. But like, Norris couldn't clip in and they kept telling her to jump down. She did it a couple of times where they tried to put her in different spots. And then Melissa was at the top of the rope, but wouldn't get off the rope. But everybody focused on Chauncey falling, which I found really interesting. That whole other rope, they only got what, three people clipped in? Four? Yeah, maybe four. Four, I think. Four, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then people were falling and not being able to, but yeah, exactly what you said, Tony, they only wanted to concentrate. What they should have done is they should have just abandoned the fucking second rope and they should have said, all right, here's what we're going to do. James, you're at the fucking bottom. Every other guy, we're going to alternate all the way up and we might not get any of the guys' names in, but we're going to get all the fucking girls' names in. Yeah. So yep. guys, line up, get to the top, get that girl up on that fucking platform and let them put their ball in. Yeah. So at least we get that. Mm -hmm. That's what they should have done. Yeah. Point I blank. I agree with that. Yeah. And I mean, they did figure out that the best option is to abandon the second rope partway through. But again, they were they were completely cut short by the time. They figured it out in enough time that if it was, say, 45 minutes, like Rick said, like 
you would actually have the opportunity to do some damage. Instead, you're really only figuring out how to do it when you've got minutes left of that timer. Like basically, you had a minute for every ball. You had 23 balls and 23 minutes. And you, in that time, also. And 23 people to clip in. And also had to go get the balls, bring them back, clip in the people that you needed to get up the rope, then get everybody up the rope and putting in the balls with their name on it all for a minute. And then get them back down to clip in so you can get the next person up. Yeah. Or because for every person you unclip, you got to clip, you got to replace them. Yeah. Like it was. Unless you have someone like Emmanuel who can just go up the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking it was impossible. Like they were never going to get more than six to ten thousand dollars, no matter yeah. what. Yeah, and that's yeah. like it doesn't matter who it is either. Like, yeah, they're technically rookies and whatever, blah blah blah. But even if it's like all vets, if you get like if you get a season of all winners and put them in the exact same situation, all on a team, twenty three minutes for twenty three balls, I don't know how much better they're doing than that. I mean, they might have. Had a little bit better of a starting strategy just because there have been dailies like this, like similar to this in the past. But I still don't see like you could put bananas, CT, Wes, all of them out there. And I don't see them being able to do this in 23 minutes. It was just it was too short of a time. Like I I disagreed with you a little bit last week on the time thing. I was like, if they had a better strategy, they could have got it done because they were so fucking close. But this week, like there was just no No. way. And the thing Mm -mm. is, is it's like. I I want the dailies to be difficult and stuff, but like, I also don't just want to watch a whole season of them fucking lose. Like I don't, you know, so I don't know. I hope something changes next, next episode because it's just like right now, like you guys are just, it's so difficult that it's almost just like, it's like almost painful, like cringe to watch. It's like, Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be real awkward when we get to the second stage. And we've only got six grand to play with before they start cutting into their actual base. <laughs> I know. Well, and here's my Fuck. go ahead. No, that, I'm sorry. That, the basically the heavy sigh and the fuck was the extent of my contribution. <laughs> that's fair because that's how I feel. Because my thing is, is like we watch sports because it's not a for sure thing, right? Like there's going to be a winner. There's going to be a loser. Yeah. I don't want to watch something where it's guaranteed nobody's going to win. Right. Exactly. Like I need that there to be a chance for somebody to win this fucking daily. Otherwise, why am I watching it? Right. Exactly. And that's what Hmm. I mean. Like I, I at least want there to be a chance. Like the thing is, is even if they gave them like 35 minutes or 32 minutes or whatever, like that, I'd have been like, all right, you know what I mean? 39 minutes for how many fucking seasons there were and let's watch it happen. But yeah, like they would have had a much better chance with something like that. You know, like it was just, but 23 minutes for 23 people to get 23 ball. Like it was just like, this is too much. And look, this will be the one time that I am going to pull a Tony. This is why survivor can be better than the challenge is because they actually make their fucking crew do the fucking challenges. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot tell me that you sent production and key grips out there to try this fucking challenge and they were able to pull it off or get anywhere close to it. Yeah. For you to then say, yeah, let's run this daily. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. I don't buy it. Last week's episode. Yeah, they they were close. I'll give them that. 
um, if there was like an extra minute, they probably would have had it. Yeah. This week, if they had an extra minute, they still weren't doing shit. Melissa might still be up on the rope. Yeah, it was sad. So they get the 6K um, in their winner's bank. They're heading back to the house to go into like, you know, the house slash deliberations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we we get the scene with uh, Kylan, Asaph, uh, Kieran, Jay, Horacio and Chauncey all talking about, you know, potentially voting Big T or voting Huey because mm-hmm. of his performance uh, at the Daily. And there, it's under the guise of we need to make the team stronger. Right. We need to make the team stronger. We need to be Team USA. Right. And this is the big kick for the rest of the next hour. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Team yeah. USA. <laughs> team USA. We're going Team USA. Fuck, let's put in someone from the USA. Yeah, right. <laughs> what? What happened? <laughs> I liked that the UK side didn't even know that there was a rivalry between the two. Because at one point, Kieran's yeah, like, yeah. apparently there's a thing between the US and the UK. I was unaware because he was in a conversation with all people from the US. Yeah, exactly. That that's what confused me when I was I was like, hey, hey, hold on. And then when we heard like about the UK thing, I was like, wait a second. Like, wasn't he in? Yeah. yeah. Ca- uh, OK, because cool. because last <laughs> week it was the guys. Yeah. Yeah. And the girls. Yeah. But this week it's the USA and international, except for Kieran. Yeah. And Colleen. <laughs> and Colleen. And that's Huey. Right. Yeah. And he, oh, yeah. Huey. And Callum. Huh? Huh? Is that because he's dating Michelle right now? James and Zara are in trouble. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and Emmanuel. Emmanuel's US, USA. Yeah, but too. he's also okay. He's cool. They are on Spies, Lies, and Chicken Thighs together. Exactly. That's why that's why he's part of US, I guess. I don't know who spies eyes. I can't believe my goddamn eyes. Yeah. Let's go. Fuck. (laughs) Oh my god. Let's pick a storyline and run with it. This Uh, was so messy. This whole this whole house portion before the deliberation was just absolutely fucking messy. Can I just say how much I like the fact that they were like, Yeah, we're gonna go after Huey or Big T very next scene. It's like four other people. Yeah, we're gonna put in Chauncey. Yeah, Yeah, we're gonna be putting in Chauncey. (laughs) What it was like Narice and Corey. Yeah, it was like Corey, Narice, Jay. I think Michelle was there. Um, you know, and they were like all talking about it. But the the thing was was that Corey was actually kind of the one that like pushed the whole Chauncey thing because he was trying to save Huey. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and he was like pointing out like Huey's way more trustworthy, you know, and this was kind of like where I was like, OK, so they're going to play off of like what Chauncey did on Ride or Die. Oh, yeah. You never play for the season you're in, Karina. No, never, never. They're blaming him for him playing Amber's game. Yeah. Yeah. As a rookie coming in with a champion as a fucking fiance that's about to have your baby. Yeah. Well, they didn't know that at this time, but I'm just saying, yeah. uh, you know, and, and that's the thing is. He played Amber's game to get him and Amber's far through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me that Jay and Michelle weren't playing the same fucking messy ass game that they're playing this season. Well, and that's that's the thing that's like, look, I'll be 100 percent honest. I know Ryder Dies wasn't that long ago, but like I don't remember a lot of stuff from it. There's been a few seasons since then. And I only watched it one time, obviously. So um, I don't remember a lot from it. But after the episode aired, you know, uh, Bamber was coming out with all kinds of tweets and she had a whole lot to say about Chauncey and his speech 
and everybody else in the house and everybody saying how, you know, he was disloyal to them, but not admitting that they were also disloyal to him in the same situations. And so like, I don't remember all of these situations to be like, yes, but like, it doesn't seem like Bamber would just like make something up and post it on Twitter. Like, I just, I don't see that happening. So it's like, yeah, it's a two way thing, especially in a game like this is like, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't, I don't know. Look, I mean, and that's the thing is Jay and Michelle are holding on to, well, you, you guys, you did us dirty. You put our names down after we protected you for two eliminations. But it's like, Jay, you're telling me that you haven't done that to other people. Same for Michelle. We just watched right. Michelle do it this last time. She fucking double stabbed, backstabbed people nonstop in fucking USA too. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what are we really talking about? Yeah. That's the thing, though, is they did not ask Chauncey whether they had ever done anything against him. He was the one. No, no. And like, I agree. I 100 percent agree with you that like deliberation. Everybody did super shitty things to each other last season and are now like, hey, we're good. Right. Yeah, we're good. We were on the same season together. Ride or die again. Bad boys for life. (laughs) Technically, they answered the question they were asked. Well, yeah, absolutely. In the in the deliberation, I definitely don't like I'm and not that I'm holding anything or blaming anything on them. I I was more referring to just like when they were sitting in the room before deliberation, just talking about how, you know, Chauncey had been disloyal to them and, you know, had had, you know, stabbed them in the back when they were talking about whether or not they should vote, you know, Chauncey or I must have Um, and this was prior to the bar scene. But um, did you say bar scene? I know. Were you very excited? Oh, I you guys not. know how I feel about bar scenes. <laughs> this was actually a good one. Was. This was cute. Was it? I mean, it, it, it gave us it a little bit. Ended, it, gave us. it ended in a good it, way. It, it, it did. Look, and, and not even the Kylan and Michelle mm, part, but Melissa. really like just like, or yeah, I'm sorry, Kyle, uh, Kylan and Melissa. What'd you say? Michelle. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, but as far as like even getting the gameplay scenes that we get with Narice and Olivia talking mm-hmm. about the fracturing of what's going on with Raven in that group, which is, I mean, right. let's be honest. We, we all saw this coming. We knew Raven was on the bottom of this, this alliance. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and that was the thing is honestly, I was shocked to even hear Narice describe Raven as being part of her like circle True. of, of people she's working with after the encounter that they had on the ride or die reunion the whole, oh, you know, right. bronze. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, I was shocked to see that they were even working together in any capacity, whatever. I mean, they had the problem, the whole thing with Johnny Middlebrooks and then the whole thing at the reunion and just like, yeah. it, it was just, it, it was, they had a whole social media thing. Like, it, so I was shocked to see them working together in any capacity, to be honest. And then, so I immediately knew, like, if it was going to come down to like, Olivia, Mariah, you know, it's Ravens on the bottom for sure. Well, and the part that I didn't like about this is like they're upset at her because she doesn't want to put Chauncey because, you know, she 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 knows Chauncey and Amber outside of the game. Like she was at their fucking baby shower before the season. And she makes a good point. It doesn't make a lot of sense to throw a number in when there's multiple options of people who contributed to losing the daily. Like Mm -hmm. it wasn't, 
solely Chauncey's fault that they lost. What a number for the men or for the women? Are we talking for the U.S. or the international squad? I just want to make sure which one. (laughs) For the U.S. (laughs) They were a number for last season. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Oh, my God. No, I mean, and that's the thing is like, she has a completely valid point, Mm -hmm. a completely valid point that is just brushed off because obviously they've already decided that Chauncey's going in no matter what. Look, and here's the thing that I will say is, yes, Raven had completely a completely valid point. Sorry. At the same time, I also see why, like, I also see the point of not keeping somebody in the house that you can't trust. And if that many people, regardless of the situation, feel like they can't trust somebody, then it's like, I also understand you know, targeting somebody for that reason, especially when you have to work as a group. The only thing I'm just, the only thing I'm like in this, I say this every season is it's like, are they just like playing right now? Like they think like this is just going to be what it is for the entire season because like they need to start thinking about what's going to happen in this second level and whether or not this game is going to go individual or into partners or, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't know if they're considering things like this at all. And it feels like every season this happens and then TJ comes in with his twist and it's, you know, it just, I don't know. Well, I wish they would think about like how the game is, go- the full game is going to evolve is- instead of just like this one moment, you know? Yeah. And to be like the devil's advocate to what I was saying earlier about Raven, which is, you know, she has a completely valid point for saying, let's keep Chauncey because he's one of our numbers. Yeah. At the same time, if you're in an alliance, you got to read the fucking room. And if they are saying Chauncey, don't go against it because it does paint you as enemy number one in that alliance. Especially if they're sticking to this girls week, guys week. Guess what next week is? It's a girls week and you just went against the majority vote. Mm-hmm. And that's probably going to bite you in the ass, you know? And I, so I don't know. The thing that I really do not understand is them saying that they don't trust Chauncey. So like they don't think that he's going to be a good contributing member of the team. Because they don't know if they right. can trust him. You really think that he's going to throw the daily to lose money from the bank account that he is then going to win by winning the season. <laughs> Everybody is on a single team to win the money. Nobody is going to be like, ha, going to fuck this one up because I don't want that money. I want the other 50000 that's already gone forever. Look, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> they better hope that these next couple fucking dailies are all short bursts of strength for and no endurance after what we, yeah, for what we saw in this fucking elimination. Because if it's endurance based, they didn't get rid of the weakest person on the team. They just lost the fucking strongest person on the team. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, like, that was another thing is somebody said, arguably, he's the weakest person on the season, which incorrect. But then Kieran also says, they just lost their strongest player, which I also don't know if mm-hmm. that's completely accurate because you've got people like Horacio, stuff no. like that. But like Chauncey is not the weakest person on the show. Out of 12 men, I'd put him top seven. Yeah. He's right in the middle of the pack to me from what we see. It's one of those things where people make reasons to validate their opinion. Like even with Raven, like Raven was on the bottom of that alliance. She knows that. And like, why wouldn't she talk to other people in the house to see if she can get better options? Because the options that she has is be on the bottom of the group of people that continually say that they don't want to work with her. 
maybe she just took them at face value and wants to go work with people who actively do want to work with her. So the other thing that happens at the bar scene too, to kind of get off this, cause we're going to get back into this again, cause this is a repetitive <laughs> theme throughout <laughs> the fucking 60 minutes of deliberation and yeah. Anyways. House discussions. But the other big thing was, so we got intro to Kyland and Melissa yes. getting close. And one thing I found really cool was that Kyland was like, dude, I was literally watching Total Madness a couple weeks before we left. And I was getting a fucking show crush on Melissa. And now she's here. Yeah. And they're like cuddled up. I was like, dude, that's so awesome oh, yeah. for so him. Cool. And I yeah. love it. Yeah. And then, you know, so we get this club scene and they're up on stage and everybody starts chanting at them. Kiss, 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 mm -hmm. you know, and because we're 12. Yeah. And Kylan doesn't take kindly to PDA, not kindly, but he just he's not comfortable with PDA. And he explains to us, the viewers, that, you know, he he's been diagnosed to be on the autism spectrum as neo or neurodivergent. Mm -hmm. um, so he just processes information a little bit differently, which you can totally tell by the way he talks about this game. Right. Um, that he does look at it a little bit different than everybody else. And him not succumbing to the peer pressure of kissing Melissa makes Melissa feel real upset, makes her feel not wanted and not appreciated. And it causes a little bit of rift. But this whole scene was was pretty interesting. And I, and I did like that they kept it in the edit. Yeah. And I like I like that he had the conversation with her and was just like, like, well, you know that like I have that I'm on the autism spectrum, everything like that. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And just the way that he was like, well, that makes perfect sense then. And then they have their conversation, which is perfect. Like I, as much as in the moment, Melissa was completely valid in like how she responded to the situation the same way that Kylan was, but she was also just as receptive to the conversation that happened afterwards, which speaks so like it speaks volumes on both of them as people and like i absolutely adore both 100%. of them and i uh, this is like showman's drama that i actually appreciate because i like both of them and i like how it's being showcased and like there's nothing about it that is cringy or nobody's involved with anybody else outside of the house so yeah. It all speaks yeah. to being right. like a positive experience for all. It's yeah. not a messy relationship. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 that's what I kind of enjoy. It's relatable stuff. Yeah. Like it's yeah. Talking about relatable, I mean it's it it it's a relatable to a you know, a lot of the audience members that we got a whole section of them after the bar where Kylan's wearing his silk bonnet to keep his curls. Yes. And I appreciate that a lot. And I appreciate even more that he is so into this game that at two in the morning in a beautiful woman's bed <laughs> that doesn't want to talk game, he is still talking <laughs> a game and strategy with her. And she goes, shut up and lay down. He's like, oh, OK. Oh, OK. Yeah. I was like, fuck yes, guys. I love this. It's like the most uh, it's the closest thing to real life that you're ever going to get. It's not like those TV shows. This is what it's really yeah. like. Exactly. You know exactly. I mean? Yeah, exactly. But I loved it. What it's really like now is you're going to have to hear this ad from Spotify, from podcasters. I mean, you can fast forward it if you want, but you can listen to it, too. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks for 
you know, listen to that ad to get to this other side of us talking about the episode. <laughs> or skipping the ad. Like or I told you to. Yeah, whatever. You know, they got that like little 15 second. That, that's there for a reason. I sometimes <laughs> I double up. Give me that 30. Oh my You've God. You've gone too far. Give me that 45 because <laughs> that's usually just about right. Um, oh my gosh. Anyways, where we left off was right before they went into deliberation. In deliberation, I didn't know this, but found out quickly that Huey is obviously Winston fucking Churchill oh with my the speech God. he gave. What? Callum was ready to go to war for him right, right? then. Oh my God. <laughs> I was I was surprised, honestly, like I know that Huey is, you know, smart and he's well spoken, but I was I was impressed. I was like, OK, all right. I like this. Get it. Yeah. Like everybody clapped <laughs> like he literally got like a standing ovation from everybody on the cast. Like what the f- I've never seen anything like that before ever. We are not saying your name. Yeah. yeah just <laughs> Wow. Well, I, I, I honestly, I can't even tell you guys what he said. I don't, I don't fucking know. But whatever he said, man, it was like, it was like music to their ears. It was yep. magic. Yeah. I mean, he, he, it was really about how loyal he is, which yeah. he is a very loyal guy. He is. The complete opposite of that, though, happened when Chauncey took the mic because he was like, I'm going to show how loyal I am, too. And, oh and how trustworthy I am. And he goes, Horacio, we've been on the same season together. Have I ever done you dirty? Horacio goes, if I'm going to be honest. And as soon as someone says, if I'm going to be honest, you better That's... buckle up because you're about to go for a fucking ride. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so Chauncey buckled up and Horacio was like, yeah, you said my name after you said you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. That's why I asked you. Yeah, that's why I started with you. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to be honest. That's where he should have fucking stopped right there. And just looked and said, look, I've done some people dirty and I've been loyal to others, but I'm ready to go in and prove that I'm supposed to be here. So if you guys are throwing me in like that, he might as well have said that because he was going in. I just I don't under I I just why? Why? And I love Chauncey. Okay, I I really do. I really like him. We've interviewed him before. He's a really awesome guy. But. Why would that be your strategy going into deliberation is to ask the people that you've played on the season with, did you forget the things that you did or, and then when they do confirm that you did do them dirty in some way, you don't even retort with what they did to you or anything. Like it was just like, he was just like, did I do you dirty? Yes, I did. Cool. What about you? Yes, I did. Cool. What about you? Yes, I did. Cool. Like it was like, what? Well, how was this your plan? He should have just said, are you going to throw me in? Cool. Are you going to throw me in? Cool. It was the same thing at that point. I actually like I didn't know what he was hoping to accomplish. And I mean that from the point of view of he had the conversation with like Jay and them about how it's better to be thrown in see what the elimination is and decide who he's going in against. Yeah, but he he said that he would prefer to be the one that's called down. Yeah, and that threw me to off too. Yeah. Off, yeah. So he can get hyped up and whatever. I was like, okay. But like that that I also found weird because then like you could get like Jay said, like you could get an elimination that you don't want. And then how do you hype yourself up for it? But to me, like that I mean Huey's speech was great. But the best line of the deliberation was actually Kieran when they all went in 
and they sat down. As he's sitting down, he goes, so who's going to throw the first orange? Because there's just randomly like an assortment <laughs> of oranges on the table, which truthfully, I would have appreciated a food fight right there. Yeah, I mean, with Chauncey, it's just it's one of those situations where you just watch Jessica completely sink her ship in deliberation and you come back and do it the following week. It's 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 great for TV. It's yeah. not great for your game, obviously. And it kind of confirms what we already know, which is Chauncey's the one going in, even though they end deliberation with this isn't like last week where I knew exactly who I was going to pick. It was like, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big T. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, so after deliberation, Raven tells uh, Karen how Chauncey's he's not going to end up picking up picking a U.S. player to go against. He is going to pick someone from the international team, Huey. international team, but and, not, yeah, plus Huey. not Huey, but which I understand because Huey and Amber are super close. Right. And he's said before that Huey and him are yep. close. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. they're friends yeah. and out of respect, he wouldn't choose them, which I I kind of shows his loyalty. I'm just putting that out there. I mean, <laughs> but you know, it's a little bit too, too little, too late at that it, point. It is, but I do appreciate that he did kind of finish out. Like he, mm-hmm. he completed like the promises that he did make yep. on this season. Like he fulfilled yep. those, even though he ended up, you know, going home, he ended up fulfilling those. So should he come back on a future season? Like people might have a little bit different of a, of an opinion of him now that they've seen like another side of like how he plays the game when it's yep. just him and he's not, you know, playing with Amber and, you know, playing against, you know, like Jordan and banana, like, you know, so. I think it's also interesting because of this back and forth that Raven's having with Karen. And she even admits that like, he's not my type, but I know I'm low, low person on this totem pole. So she's Paula Dickin, which I appreciate. You got to do what you got to do to get through this game. Yeah, and, get it, girl. You yeah, know, do what you have to do. But because of this conversation, Kylan is able to discern that the UK guys are going to basically vote for one another to burn. So that way, if there is a rule where you can only pick who voted you down. Mm hmm. He's Chauncey's only left with American people to call down. And that was actually really which I appreciate. Yeah. It was really interesting because I honestly, I hadn't even considered that last week when we were talking about nominations and everything. Hadn't even considered the possibility that you would only be able to choose from the people who voted for you because everybody, you know, all the females that would have been eligible all voted for Big T. So, you know, but this, it was just, when they were talking about it, I was like, oh my God, that would be such an awesome, like, little twist to the game. Like I actually would have enjoyed if that was the situation. I was hoping it worked like just because it was such a fuck you. Cause it was just like, I'm going to vote for James. And then she's like, well, I'm going to vote for Kieran. Cause he voted for me. I also like that. Mozzie is very intently staring at these two uh, pieces of parchment. She's been sitting there for like 10 minutes, staring at the wall. Locked in, <laughs> locked fucking in. <laughs> Ozzy knows like call me <laughs> down to the elimination if you want motherfuckers I'm ready <laughs> yeah I'm fucking I slept in my uniform last night right <laughs> god we need that one on the sound pad we re- I know I need to I know I need to make time to finish up our soundboard it's okay because the more we put on there it's going to be less us talking and just hitting fucking memorable quotes from multiple different seasons so I'm, I'm just saying I don't know if the fans would really notice mind that. yeah, yeah probably not <laughs> I want it 
<laughs> Save me. One episode just sounds. Just sounds. That's just playing like, you know, just memorable, like iconic quotes and moments and stuff. Yeah. We'll just intro like the episode, like, hey, this was the episode. Big shout out to the Challenge Family Podcast. It's your boy. There you go. Sorry. Good Lord. Just hitting buttons. That's yeah. why the board's not in front of me. It's because I just <laughs> I just hit buttons. I have no rhyme or reason behind it. That is exactly why. Yeah. Anyways, what did have some rhyme or reason was the actual name of the elimination that we're getting into. Mm. Um, it was decent play on words. Um, might light. It also sounds like something that you get in your bed if you don't wash your sheets often enough. <laughs> uh, At least they're not heavy, though. I'm just they're light yeah i mean it didn't oh seem like it i mean because but both those guys were big as fuck so who knows if they were heavy or not they're probably I heavy know. to us but how did chauncey know that james's endurance wasn't as good as his no nah, he didn't know it, so here before we get into that uh michelle starts the vote and she goes with chauncey off top and it pretty much all goes chauncey except for the uk guys where and and I'm throwing Karen in the UK because we found out he's originally from Manchester. Yeah. So he is from the UK. Right. Um, he votes for James. James votes for him. Uh, Kylan ends up voting Huey because Kylan views Huey as the weakest member in the team. Right. Um, and he's going to stick to that gun. Um, and then uh, I think Raven says Huey as well. Yes. And then but pretty much everyone else is Chauncey. Then, yeah. Everybody else. Including Chauncey. Chauncey. Yeah. Including yes. Chauncey, which. Noble move, but still throw your vote somewhere, buddy. On not on you. Uh, but I I I agree with him on this one because he's just got through saying that he's playing a loyal game. It makes the most sense to just take the vote himself rather than throwing it on like Horacio yeah. or Jay or whoever because it's showing that he's just like, look, this is the game that I'm playing. This is the game that I'm going to continue to play. And it made no point. He could have he could have put it on James or somebody though. But I, I, I mean, I definitely you know I I see he could have, and that's what I'm saying is if he knew he was going to go against somebody and didn't know for a fact on this, it, you can only call down who voted for you. He could vote for the person he wants to go against. Right. You know what I mean. So guaranteeing that he gets to go against that person. Mm -hmm. Um. So just putting that idea out there. And I don't want you guys to think that I've thought about that for a while. It's literally as we were talking about it. So <laughs> it was just my turn to use the brain. Um, nice. You got it on the recording this week. Yeah, it's gone now. So what ends up happening, obviously, is Chauncey goes down um, and he sticks to his word because TJ tells him, hey, you get to pick whoever you want. So it doesn't matter who votes for you and who doesn't. Yeah. You so pick. you could literally get called down by somebody that you don't even vote for. <laughs> That's yep. kind of. That's also kind of cool, too. Like, I, I like I said, I was kind of hoping it was going to like be that like backfire in their face kind of thing where you can only pick the people who voted for you because that would have just been super yeah. messy. But I also think it's super messy that you can pick anyone. you can pick anybody, whether they voted for you or not. So you can't save yourself. Like if you know the house is targeting like Orasio or, you know, someone big, like a good competitor in the elimination you can't save yourself by being like, mm, I'm not going to vote for them because they can still pick you. And yeah. I, I actually kind of like that. That's pretty cool. So um, the game that they have to play, Might Bright, is basically there's a wall with a bunch of circular holes throughout it. And you have to put these little tubes that have lights with corresponding colors for your side or the other side. And it's a giant game of Connect 3. But really, the object of it is to get Connect 4. Right. Because Connect Four will give you the most points for the least amount of lights. Yeah. 
look, this this really showed us two things about these players. That Chauncey is not great at puzzles. It's not his strongest suit. Right. His endurance and strength is through the roof yep. because I don't think he broke a sweat going all three rounds in this. Agreed. James, on the other hand, oh my god, very strategic and puzzles might not be his strongest suit, but he's not bad at them. Yeah. Right. Um, and he did have a good strategy going in. Good strategy going in. Endurance is going to be his downfall. And if there's a daily or an elimination that is really endurance based, he's fucked. God forbid he actually make it to the final. Oh, he's tapping out after the first checkpoint. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. So what ends up happening is um, in the first round, I think James beats him by three. Yeah. And then in the second nine round. To six. Yeah, nine to six. And then in the second round, six to five, Chauncey's starting to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then in the third round, Chauncey gets really close. He beats him. Uh, James has three and Chauncey has six. Yeah, he gets him good. So he only loses by one. I was hoping he was going to get that one more so we could have seen like a final tiebreaker or something, something, Mm -hmm. one more round of it because as that progressed, James got worse and worse. Like after the second round, he was down, easing and barely breathing. And then when he won it, he just collapsed. And it was very... um, it was a familiar pose that we've seen in the challenge of people gassed out. But with that being said, it, it, <laughs> it, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't not slip that one in there. I, I know. I know. James ends up beating Chauncey 17 to 16. Do you think picking Chauncey was the right choice or, or Chauncey picking James, the right choice? Should he have picked somebody else? I don't know. Honestly, like endurance wise, like, James might have been. The, it's hard to say because there's a few of the other international players and we know that Chauncey wouldn't have picked any of the U.S. players and I don't think he would have had any more of a chance against really any of them. Maybe like a Hugh, but I don't know. He's because, not voting Huey. But so. he's not voting. He's not going to vote Huey, but I, I it just. Maybe Callum. But I, I don't think. know about Callum's endurance. Like, because honestly, if you think about it, yes, Chauncey started to figure things out in the second and third round. But at the same time, that's it. That's the same time that James was going out. So if he had good endurance throughout second and third round, would Chauncey have done as good as he did? And that's where like my mind is, is it's like I almost feel like James, because of his bad endurance, was Chauncey's best chance at winning at this elimination. That or your hope is that Callum or someone and I'm not just saying Callum, but it's just like, not strategic is not strategic enough to create a, a set of, of four in a row because that's where you save your endurance yet get the most points. I did find it odd that TJ like told them that like as part of like the, yeah. the yeah. I was like, no, that's something that they should just have to figure out throughout the process. I mean, you're only giving them 23 minutes to do all that okay. shit in the daily. But you you can't. But this, you give them the the key to success on yeah. the elimination. It, it was just odd. I was just gonna say I would have loved to have seen Chauncey down there stare at every single man in the eyes and be like, "All right, Jay, you're talking your shit. You don't think I'm loyal? You're the one who wanted to put me down here too. Get down here." I mean, that counteracts being loyal. It, so what? He's already been called. Jay out. was the one who had Chauncey's name in his mouth. From day one, I'm just telling you what I would have loved to have seen from the beginning of the episode. It was the Jane Chauncey show. It should have ended the same ways. All I'm saying is if it would have came full circle, I would have been like, hey, you're the one who talked me into this and the entire house. 
you come down here and t- send me home. Yeah, that would have been it. I'm just telling you what I like to have seen. I think I would have liked to see Chauncey either call Jay down or I think James is the only other option. I mean, because yeah. he's not going Huey. I think Kieran kills him in this. Yeah. Um, because I don't think those containers are that heavy. And no. then I think Kylan beats him in this. I think Emmanuel smokes him in this. I don't see anyone in there that Chauncey's really beating in this exact competition. Exactly. I mean, maybe Callum, but I'm only saying Callum because I've never seen him compete in something like this. Yeah, there's no tell the tape on Callum right. at all, you know, because he hasn't even been into an elimination, if I remember correctly. Nope. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's all we know about him. So, I mean, unfortunately, Chauncey ends up going home, um, but it's not too bad because he gets to go home to his brand new baby who's all of about probably a couple weeks at this point. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little bit older, but... Who just started teething. I know. Yeah. Right now. Right yeah, now. right now. Yeah. Like current, right now, yeah. Yeah. God yeah. bless him. That's a, that's a joyous time in a baby's life. Sure oh is. <laughs> she was talking about how sick he, her baby was, and I was like, and I wanted to just write, it's the hardest time as a parent, not because of the sleepless nights. Yeah. It's because you just wish you could take their pain or they're not feeling good away. Oh, and yeah. You take it and let them get their rest. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. Both kids right now have the plague. Um, Malcolm came like they came home today and they were just like in a bad way. Like Malcolm is just like he's got a massive head cold and like coughing constantly. Oh, poor baby. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. And. You know, so it is as tough as it is for Chauncey to leave early. It probably wasn't that tough to get on that flight and get back home. Nope. You know what I mean? And, you know, with that being said, I, I want to see Chauncey get another chance. I, I do, too. You know, I'd like I mean? to see him play again. And, and that's the thing. Oh, yes. You know, it's I feel like we got a good view of him on Ride or Dies and I was bound that I wanted to see him back. <laughs> and his time was cut a little bit short. So I think bringing him back this time. Get, give him one more chance. Let's see what he can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think there's anyone on this season that I don't want to see back. Mm. I, I stand by it. <laughs> we'll wait we'll till the end of the season and, and then we'll let's see. Yeah. Let's we'll adjust. say then. Yeah. We'll say then. We'll come back and ask that question. Yeah, let, right. You know what? In the words of Chanel, let's go ahead and table that for a later time <laughs> and we'll circle back after we get the rest of the season figured out. That's pretty much the episode. Um, we get a preview for next episode, which. You know, it's it's it looks like another episode of the challenge. I mean, I don't know what to say. They're going to be doing some shit. There's some looks drama. Like lose. I'm still going to watch Pretty it. Sure there's going to be a daily a, a deliberation Maybe. nominations and then pro- possibly an elimination. Possibly. Uh, we see a clock that says five days and mm. some amount of hours, like nine hours. Yeah, it's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Some odd. I'm assuming that's till we get to the chaos section. And then, so then that makes me that makes me wonder, though. So like the clock says five days. Right. And we know there's typically at least like what, like maybe two to three days in between each daily or so. Mm -hmm. So what, maybe we have like two more, two more dailies, two more eliminations before we get into chaos. It goes to what, like I was saying last week, which is if they're doing $50,000 a daily, they said there was $200,000 available. That means there's going to be four episodes where two in, two more to go. So also, you know what? Shout out to MTV and Buna Murray because they never, never have any shame of showing like a 10 second clip of car Maria and CT every fucking episode, every episode. Like, and don't forget we're, we, we're, we have these people back on here. They're going to be on here. Don't forget. Don't yeah. Forget. Don't forget. Keep coming back. 
We don't, we're not going to tell you when, so you got to tune in every episode, but they're coming. Yeah, they're coming. Don't they're, worry. They're coming. Yep. Coming around the mountain when they come. Might be next episode. You never know. Fucking drop it like it's hot. It would be amazing if they actually come out and all they do is like TJ's job. <laughs> oh my God. Announce the elimination <laughs> and explain the rules. Special guest fucking host. Oh my God. <laughs> TJ's the real mercenary. <laughs> I now hope that that happens just because. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad if it did. For the sheer chaos of it. Oh my God. That's, that's pretty funny, honestly. We're going to have Mr. Mumbles as the host. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so what you want to do? I'm going to have to push him over or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> i am looking forward to getting into this this chaos section um yes. control is is fun but the idea of them all playing as a team i hope they don't continue that through every section i hope we get a part where it's like okay you're working as pairs or you're working as individuals in daily I'm pretty sure it's individuals because it was in the season preview, like after the first episode and TJ says to them, like something along the lines of, you know, now it's an individual game and you know, you something, something, nothing. The last part is all individual. Yeah. Well, if I was them, I'd be like, if this is only an individual one person champion, why do I have to do every daily that raises money as a team? I have to depend on other people to earn more money. Sucks. Well, I mean, right now, None of them would have been able to accomplish the first two. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's not Good like they're far off, but it, the jury's still out. <laughs> the jury's still out. That's the best I can put it right now. Yeah. Um, with that yeah. being said, I'm still going to watch next week. Oh, hell know? yeah. It's, it's a yeah. challenge. Yeah. Um, and it look it, from what I know, it's going to get messy because. Oh, yeah. One thing we didn't mention is there is a conversation during this episode with Olivia and Norris, and they're like, that's my fucking best friend. That's my ride or die. Like, you know, we're actual like best friends outside of the house. We text each other every single day. And yeah. And they don't follow each other on IG anymore. And well, there was a huge blow up that we all I don't know about. We all saw, but there was a blow up online a couple like months ago or something like that. And. So I'm interested to see how messy this is going to get um, for a couple people. What it gets messy about. (laughs) I don't know what that meant. I just wanted to throw that in. Um, That's fair. Yeah, That's what I do. (laughs) So before we end up going, um, I feel like it's only fair we get into our MVPs. I started off first last week, so I'm going to let Josh go this week. (gasps) Who was your male and female MVP? And if you have any honorable mentions. Female first. And I'm going to go with Olivia. Yeah. Nice. Uh, no questions asked. I mean, come on. Yeah. She she definitely showed up in that daily. The men. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> as much as I, I talked about, I'm going to say Jay for constructing that whole vote. There yeah. you go. Yeah. That's I mean, nice. it is Hurricane Jay, so that makes sense. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, he, yeah, he is messy and he continues it. But yeah, for him to, to get everybody to vote, I mean, I have to go with Jay. I got uh, Jay and Narice. Um, for male, female, honorable mention to Kieran because it's definitely Kieran who came up with trying to burn votes on each other. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty it, it was a pretty crafty idea if it would have worked yep. out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Who do you have for your MVPs? Uh, so for females, I'm also sticking with Olivia. Um, for males, I'm actually going to give it to Huey um, for getting his, his big old booty Judy out of hot water um, with that impeccable speech. Um, and I just really enjoy him and I want to give him MVP. I smell what you're cooking. So I don't have a male MVP because no one really stood out this episode. That's fair. I'll give the honorable mention to Jay and Huey. I mean, they were the closest to it. Yeah. Um, but the MVP this episode, as much as James won the elimination, I was not impressed at all. And yeah. uh, so it, it's going to Olivia. I mean, what she did on that daily Agreed. is so fucking impressive because she was in the wrong place. She should not have been yep. at that place. She no. should have been one of the girls at the top. Yeah. So her for her to take the weight of a guy that is probably easily at twice her weight, if not two and a half times her weight. Yeah is fucking impressive yeah you know what i mean and Dude, she's a beast yeah with, a, with a freshly broken face yeah yeah exactly just fucking shoe flying back and forth yeah. using her ear as a step fucking stool yeah. you know it was impressive Crazy. um so that's what i got and okay. like i said honorable mentions for jay and huey for what they did this episode nice um but i i think that wraps it yeah put a little bow on it cute little bow well, to be determined on how cute the bow is. We'll get there. <laughs> this is a definitely wrapped by Josh. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got that dad wrap. I got that dad wrapping down. Oh, I just pay people to do it or I ask Korean do it for me. So, yeah, you know, nice. I do all of the wrapping. Let's not. Unless it's your present. I don't have you wrap your own present. So there you go. All right. Fuck. Yeah. I'm not that bad. I'm not an inept child yet. <laughs> I am shortly though. Yet <laughs> to be continued on that one too. Fuck. Ugh. Do you guys have any closing thoughts you want to throw out there before we uh, get out of here for the week? Um, yeah, dude. So, what do you think the uh, attest to the uh, viewership going down? Survivor, same time. Hmm. Cut and cords matched up against Survivor. No vets, no yeah. champs. Yeah, it's yeah. just it, only the true. Like, I hate to say it this way because I feel like it's almost like gatekeeping but i don't mean it that way but it's like only the truest fans of the challenge are actually going to watch this season right yeah like the people that are the fans of the challenge not just i'm a fan of ct or i'm a fan of ashley or i'm a fan of tori like true challenge fans are watching this season and you know what like it's too early to say if it's good or bad right but it's got potential yeah I think Survivor is definitely hurting it as far as viewers go, just because it is the exact same time and day, which is a pain in the ass when you've got people on the challenge from Survivor, then maybe like don't put it on the same night. Move one of your ridiculousness episodes. I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm liking the dynamic. I'm liking the cast. I'm going to watch it regardless. Yeah, exactly. The real challenge fans. (laughs) <laughs> and that's what i'm saying that's why we're called the challenge band of podcast i mean we always wanted to see more of the rookies now we are well yeah. and that's the thing to play <laughs> in a sense yeah to play to a larger effect and you know i know we're we're gonna i'm gonna wrap this up here pretty quickly but i just want to kind of close out with this is we know what the demographic of most of the challenge vets yep. are and outside of the ones that have shown up from dirty 30 or sooner the majority of them are at the point where it's all stars from mm-hmm. here on out yeah if that keeps going 
So we need to replace that cast. And the only way you can replace that cast is by bringing in fresh faces that people don't really know. And I'm impressed with the fact that they brought people back and did a non-rookie season, but still created a fresh space for Mm -hmm. the future cast. I agree. You know what I mean? I think it was a really smart move because Mm -hmm. honestly, I can see Norris. I can see Olivia. I can see Raven. I can see Michelle being long-term people on the challenge. Same with Jay and fucking Horacio. And I can even see Kylan. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, and that's so, the thing too. Yep. Their their shows like Survivor, not a real, not big on returning players, especially now in the new era. But then even more so, new era bringing people back from like the first forty seasons is even less likely. So this is the place for them. Like this is where you're going to start to see people who want still want to be in reality TV. Like there are some people who they do Survivor. They have a job outside of Survivor and they go back to their job and they continue doing it. And then there are other people who want to keep building off of what they've done, either Big Brother or Survivor or Love Island or whatever the case may be. And like, that's the challenge. That's what the challenge is becoming. And that's not a bad thing. Like, I mean, like we look at who we got from like Love Island and stuff like that. We got some great competitors. Now we just need to like get them back in regular circulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, and I think it's part of the reason I'm kind of waning on the idea that I want an all winter season for yeah. 40. <laughs> like, I think we can do something better than that, but I'm just putting that out there. Anyways, we'll dive into that Ooh. when this season's over and we actually get a real break. Um, because by the looks of it, we've got at least 17 more episodes Ooh. to go. Yeah. So we're in this till December, maybe <laughs> January. Yep. But 2024, baby, let's go. I'm joking. Um, that's all I got. I'm yeah. running out of words. I don't have I'm going to start saying else. stupid shit. I've been ready more. for you to close out. So. All right. Well, then here we go. For <laughs> myself, Ricky Hayes, my beautiful wife, Karina Hayes, Tony, Stats, and Info Lance, Josh motherfucking Chambers. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, hearing us ramble about this season and this episode in particular. Um, we want to thank you guys so much. If you get a chance, rate us five stars if you enjoyed it. And if you haven't, make sure you subscribe, whether that's on Spotify, Apple, or even on YouTube. And, uh, you know, let us know what you're thinking of this episode. Let us know, you know, whatever you want about this episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's let's keep the conversation going. So otherwise, be good to each other. Love y'all. Later. See ya. Bye.